0: Today, we're reviewing the stupidest movie of 2023, Superman casting rumors, and finally, Tears of the Kingdom is out, and the Zelda producer wants a movie. But can it happen? All that and more today on Breaking Geek Radio.
1: Hello, and welcome to Breaking Geek Radio, the podcast, the premier flagship and international podcast of LRM Online and the Genreverse Podcast Network. I'm your host, Brandon Jones, and with me, I've got three quarter portions of the wild we're here to discuss three quarter portions. Three quarter portions. Listen, that is the only thing that I have taken out of that movie that's worth saying. Is that one? Is, there, is the there any other memes?
2: Is it because Jammer's short? Is that why he's on your? Do you court?
1: not math? They don't. They don't do quarter portions in Britain or Dubai. That's not a. Okay. Uh, we're here to what, talk about the a movie. What? I genuinely was thinking about that intro, trying to figure out is it the dumbest movie? I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look. But we're gonna uh, review this film. <laughs> no, you think no. there's something worse? <laughs> moonfall what that wasn't that this was year. last year
0: how last year
1: it Jesus feels Christ. like
2: yesterday my heart still hurts
0: <laughs> in 10 years he's like no no the the worst movie of the dumbest movie of 20 of 2033 is moonfall
2: <laughs> it's just the worst movie ever in any year it doesn't matter what comes out from now Doesn't off. matter. what's the doesn't shit movie you've seen moonfall <laughs>
1: So let's get to it. Let's let's review Fast 10. This is the 10th film in the Fast and Furious saga films, but actually is the 11th film in the Fast and Furious series. So the synopsis says that Fast X, you had to think about it? You were like, what?
0: Well, because I forgot about Hobbs and Shaw.
1: That's right. It is forgettable. Fast 10, the 10th film in the Fast and Furious saga, launches the final chapters of one of cinema's most storied and popular global franchises now in his third decade jesus christ and still going strong eh, with the same core cast and characters as it began it's with still yeah. going, it's still going. All that. uh so <laughs> let's get into it right now this film as of this podcast has a rotten tomato score of 55 percent from the critics does anybody want to guess the uh audience score full TI 84. did you guess that really who you on the button? Eighty-four. Holy
0: shit! Yes. No, no, I didn't. I did guess it. Yeah. Well,
1: That's I agree. So, as, as we generally do, we're going to start with our non-spoiler Twitter-style impressions of this film. Uh, let's
0: start with Danny. hmm
2: Non-Twitter spoiler. <laughs> well, it's it's better than Moonfall.
0: No, no, no. It's your it's your Twitter non-spoiler, not non non-spoil, non-Twitter spoiler.
2: Yeah,
1: I said non-spoiler Twitter impression.
0: No, 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 That's he said, Danny tweets. said non-Twitter spoiler. You said non-Twitter oh. spoiler. Is that what I said? Not, well, because yeah. we're not on Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. but it's like,
1: you know, it's like, okay, the Lilo Dallas, you know, you know not that one, that one.
2: I, you know, Jamal, I don't do words proper like what you do. This is why you are the, the writer. Anyway, I stand by my non-Twitter it comment. Accent, it's if you're say better that. than Moonfall. Yeah, it's better than Moonfall, mate, isn't it?
1: No, about you not wording good.
2: <laughs> not doing words good. Yeah, I got not I got not much to say about what this movie is rubbish. Don't like it. Better than Moonfall, though.
1: All right. Moving on. Joseph Jammer Medina, aka Janet. You got a lot of nicknames.
0: AJ Cerna, Janet, Jammer. Well, AJ Cerna is a pen name, not a nickname. Man. Janet is dumb, but I've embraced it. Um so, yeah, that's it. You're welcome. What Nom does Dr. De, Mrs. Jammer call you? Uh, it's none of your business. So, th- what was that, Danny?
2: What does Dr. <laughs> Mrs. Jammer call you? She told me off. I call her Mrs. Jammer. She called me Dr. Call it's
0: just, a good point. You, you got to call her Dr. Um, But, yeah, she calls me Joe.
2: And when you've been a so, bad boy?
0: Joseph Joe. Medina. <laughs> <laughs> Um, But what, what was the question? Oh yeah, Fast 10. It is, yes, I think so far the dumbest movie I've seen this year. But that does not make it entirely unenjoyable. It is the best Fast movie we've had in three movies.
2: Okay. What, what
1: movies see, are you see, including in those thinking. three movies? Yeah, what movies are you talking uh, about?
0: All of them. All of them. All the Fast films. It's better than F9. It's better than Hobbs and Shaw.
1: Okay. All right. So what I was trying to figure out was you're including this in the three. I was trying to figure out a few minutes. I'm including
0: eight. this in the three.
1: Yes. So you don't mean eight. You liked eight.
0: No, fate is amazing. I love fate.
1: Okay. All right. So we are so – actually shoot, To accord. put some
0: context into it, I – The first three we can talk about later. Five mm-hmm. through seven, I like. Fate, I love f9 and Hobbs and shaw are embarrassing hot garbage this is somewhere in between that
1: okay so what's funny about that i think you and i are, are of an accord
0: generally on that
1: are you uh are you done
0: <laughs> yeah it's my twitter review that's your twitter review. It's, it's kind of a All Twitter right. review but whatever <laughs> <laughs> kind of a Twitter review. Uh, so there's it's a new a Twitter review where you can just keep going forever. Just One keep of those going. things that I still going. don't understand. It's as post dumb it. as <laughs>
3: Musk intended. I was going to say it's a Twitter mm. blue review with the un, unlimited characters. Oh,
0: is cast. that what those are? The Twitter blue ones are the long ones?
3: Yeah. I you mean, pay for a check mark? I'm start paying $8 a month, guys. You also get edit fun- edit function, Jammer. I mean, let's be honest. Nice. That alone, almost, almost worth it. <laughs> no, it's not. I said On almost. On a dying platform. I said almost so dying
0: platform that we all participated
2: on i i, I
1: tweet i tweet
2: very little now um, i just
1: love the
2: fact that we're avoiding talking about the movie <laughs>
1: i'm not avoiding i'm ready to jump in jammer let's, like, just, just, let's, let's do it let's, let's do it so let let me let me do my uh my my short review so there's a lot to say about this film most of it is not good um I feel like I dislike this film for the same reason that the force awakens kind of irked me. And that's because it relied too much on nostalgia and stuff from the past without bringing much new to this film. Um, And that was probably one of my biggest frustrations. In addition to the fact that they've, they've upset the balance between spectacle and parody, and they've just gone full into parody. And I'm not entirely sure. Um, if they can write the ship for what they've got going on next, but beyond that, I'm ready to jump in the spoilers. Let's do so, it. Danny, you, uh, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Before we jump the spoilers, letter grades, gentlemen, Danny. It's <laughs> a lot of pressure. Do we want Jeopardy e. music? What's going on here? D? Want an a. Oh, E, E. <laughs> e. Is this, is this an F, E for you know. like just because it's below F, or is it E for empty, like a gas tank?
0: E isn't below F. E is less below than F. You want to go F yeah. if you want to go F. I, oh, it's that's right. A I'm a
1: sorry. Fail. You want an E. It's not an F. So, so it's I E can't like do empty.
2: You can't do alphabet. I
1: can't do alphabet.
2: No. E. It's well, an. I know e what I, I can you do know. later on. This it's episode. on empty. It's yeah. It's empty. It it, it really did nothing like for me i was i've never walked out of a movie I, I could have done and not felt guilty at all i was bored i was frustrated it was everything i don't want to see in a film unfortunately um so yeah i'm gonna go with an e there's my letter grade sorry don't no, e.
1: i don't want to see full frontal nudity in a film i feel like i'm good on that
2: well it depends what film but that's just me the ones that, the ones on the that jammer are in are really pretty good mm, it's true I'll All right, jammer. Like you said Lucky Sin movies that we so, You
0: want my letter grade? I feel bad because uh, I, I, it's just I want to give it lower than a C, but I feel like I can't give a positive rating without like a below a C. So I'm just gonna give it a C. Like basically C and above is like a positive rating, and I'm skewing slightly more positive. So C. Interesting. But I want right. to. But but based on you know, yeah. its quality, I want to give it lower, but I'm not gonna. So, okay.
1: I feel that. Um, And I'm going to come in about the same, but I'm going to give it a C minus because I'm just, I'm generally disappointed. Um, And some of that disappointment comes from things that happened outside the film. um, But most of it are things that happened inside the film. So that minus represents um, my inability to separate my expectations from what I saw. But those expectations were based on things that were said. So given that... Let's jump into yeah. it with our C minus C and E. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess the biggest thing to talk about in spoilers is the fact that this whole thing ends on a cliffhanger. And I like, what do you guys think about that? I'm kind of worried about that. So there are two things. There's the fact that this whole thing ends on a cliffhanger. And it also... um Vin Diesel has talked about the fact that the studio asked him to make a make this into a trilogy. These last two films, what we thought was going to be the penultimate film is now the first film in a potential trilogy of a conclusion. Well,
0: I think I think that depends on how well this does at the box office. If this does crap at the box office, I think they only make one more movie. Wow. Okay. I think okay. they're going to make another one no matter what. But yes. unless this unless it ends up getting, you know, Black Adam status, if it makes like Black Adam dollars, then maybe we're probably not going to see another one. But I, I would be really surprised if we're not going to at least finish with one more movie. Like, there's no way the series goes out like that.
1: So let me ask you about that. What I find interesting about that is when did they ask him to do that based on seeing this movie and going like that's yeah, what he want.
0: says that. I mean, we can give only me another one word, of those, but. He's an unreliable narrator, Jonesy. I don't know if you know this. He's an unreliable narrator. I don't trust him. I don't trust him at all. Like I always remember we, we can't not talk about this. That video with Justin Lin where, you know, not just was it Justin Lin? Yeah, I think it was Justin Lin. Uh where he has like the, the Instagram video where he's sitting there Justin Lin looks like he's ready to hang himself he and he's just a, like is this look like is does it look like it's going to be the best one? And then Justin Looking mm-hmm. like once again, mm-hmm. he's ready to to pull the trigger. It was just like in my heart, yes. And he goes, oh. and I was just like, uh read the room, dude. He clearly doesn't want to be there. I don't know why you posted this video. It's uh, like a hostage video. <laughs> <laughs> so really here's bad. the
1: statement. Here's the actual statement. He said And after the studio saw this, part one, they said, could you make Fast X the finale, a trilogy? Co-star Michelle Rodriguez then added, there are three acts in any story. So I just, it's amazing. I can't imagine what executives saw this uh, two and a half hour movie. It was like, you know what? We need another
0: five hours. Well, here's the thing. This doesn't... (laughs) This doesn't. This doesn't play like a, an act in a movie. It plays nope. like because, like, if it was an act in a movie, they would have kind of resolved a point and been like, "Okay, well, now we need to do this thing, and here's what the journey is going to be," and then cut it off. That would be the the end of the first act. Yep. But so, here's the thing: fail. you are
1: you are very aware of the fact that the Fast and Furious films are not known for like their plot strength, right? It's true. So their ability to plot out those, which is funny points. because.
0: I, I will say this to you, Jonesy. I feel really bad because unlike me, you seem to genuinely care about the mythology of this series and feel have been slowly betrayed over time and still are just like expecting quality from this well, franchise. Here's the thing.
1: Or hoping I for
0: quality. I've long since gotten over quality. It's easier for me to write off Hobbs and Shaw as being like you know, Hobbs and Shaw was embarrassing. It's like solo, right? I I don't give a fuck
1: about this. Keep it over there. All right. Eight, I really enjoyed. Nine, and then this one. So to be fair, out of nine core movies, up until this point, I had only disliked two. And two being too fast, too furious. And then I didn't dislike nine, but over time, it
0: hasn't really sat I don't remember what I rated Nine, if I was on here at the time, I think I was. Yeah. Um, this podcast, this will be the third Fast and Furious film that we've reviewed. I haven't watched it since, uh, and I don't have any desire to. Whereas, if I feel like I might stream this one just for fun scenes, because there, I think there is a lot more fun. What are your fun scenes? scenes? Um, it's a good question. Anything with Jason okay. Momoa in it. I love Jason Momoa in this movie. Also, I love this. is So I think I'm loving this movie for all of the right reasons, specifically how it has what, three Oscar winners and it manages to bring out the worst performances in all of them. I genuinely love every aspect of that. And I'm not even being ironic with it, whatever. If someone's on screen and I'm just like, oh, you deliver that cheesy so well or so horribly, even worse than the line was so written. And I love it. No, I love it. Like that whole scene with uh, Brie Larson and was it Alan Richson mm-hmm. in the, uh, in oh, the freaking the screens. So terrible. So bad. I loved so it. It I was, was like, amazing. Why is this right
1: now? Why is also,
0: right Also, I, I, there was another thing. I think this is okay. It's okay that a movie is like this because literally I went up to the bathroom twice. I did not care. Did not give a fuck. Uh, right. And that's okay. Every now and then you want a movie where you could just get up and not feel pressured to, you know, go to the bathroom quickly where you can just kind of take your time, you know, fix your hair, even though you're in a dark room, brush your teeth, something like that. And then come back. And that's totally fine. Read a book. I know it's the only thing I will say, hold on. There's a question I have. hmm. Hold on. Did Mr. Nobody die or little nobody die? Because that's one of my notes.
1: I don't know. No one gave a fuck. No one said a thing about him.
0: You know, it's funny because like I came back and I was like, did anybody die? And then Kirsten's like, no, I was like, okay, cool. And then, uh, Little Nobody was gone, and I was like, never showed up "What again. did I miss his death? where the? Where's Where's Little Nobody?
2: No one said a word. Hold on, who's Little Nobody? Which one was he?
0: Scott Eastwood.
2: Oh, they the agency guy.
1: Yeah, he jumped out of the yeah. car. It
2: exploded, it? and then
0: never mentioned. Oh, that guest. was so. I did see that scene, but that was the last yeah. time we saw him.
2: Yep. no he comes back. He's he's in later on. Maybe he's, he's the playing. villain in Is Fast he? Eleven. Yeah, he d- doesn't he have a throwaway line about being on the way soon or the gang's coming together? I thought he was in it again. Oh, uh, ah. Yeah. It might have been when I, when when I, I went to the missed bathroom. So, well, because
0: they even mention him, but then like they, he doesn't come back for some reason.
1: I don't remember him coming back. Um, but, Jammer, one of the things I find interesting, you talked about something that reminded me of something. So you talked about Jason Momoa's performance and – I found that in this film and and that room of screens reminded me of two different things. So between those things, I was like, this is flat out a superhero movie. Now we have talked about in the past, like they have gone beyond like just superhuman strength. Like he's stomping on the ground in seven and the whole parking garage comes down. Uh, Dom takes a bullet in the back and it's like, oh, that that stung like a mosquito bite. Um, but in this one, oh, and in eight, he catches a car. In this one, he lifts a car. Um, Jason Momoa's performance is straight up Joker. Like, Mm -hmm. it is straight up, like, giggly and lappy. It's basically Joel Schumacher Joker. Yep. It's some amalgamation, I was going to say, of, like, um, the 60s Batman and also Batman 89. Because remember the scene where he's talking to the two dead guys? He's like, oh, yeah. da, 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 da and then he asks him for advice. He's like, should I do this? And he's like, oh, you're so bad. Uh, and that is straight out of Jack Nicholson's performance where he says, you know, like, oh, you're you're a terrible Bob. I'm glad you're dead. And then so and then he tells him, you know, like uh, two guys will be back to bury you in a minute. But all of that was straight out of there. There are no less than three Batman references between that. The fact that Dom's brother, John Cena, built a bat cave. Has a Batmobile. Um, Dom's Charger is basically the Batmobile, right? Where it's shooting out uh, harpoon guns, catching stuff. It's just like you you guys have just gone well beyond. And that's what I mean when I say this is like into parody at this point where it's just not.
0: But it made not, it more enjoyable like, oh, to what? me than Fast 9. It got to the point. That's the thing is like. It was stupid enough that I found it entertaining. Whereas F9 was just stupid and annoying. Okay. And same thing with Hobbs and Shaw.
2: I'm flipped the other way with you, Jammer. I think this one is the one I find stupid and annoying. Nine, I accepted the entertainment. Yeah. So I totally understand. I just think those two movies for me are flipped, but I totally get your sentiment on that.
0: Yeah. Because I, I had a good time watching this movie overall. Like, this is, it was dumb. A 12 year old could have written it. There are so many lines in there where, like, I, there's, I did a spit take in the theater uh what the stupid i don't remember what the stupid line was but i was drinking water i went into my drink and then the people around me started laughing and then it encouraged other people at the movie just be like this is stupid like literally in the middle of the theater which is fine i must have said that it was exact words
2: about 10 times oh this is stupid oh that's just stupid that is stupid Mm -hmm. and it was right at the beginning for me i've even written in my uh, my notes that i think the six month old version of chat gbt just came up with a script that had write a script with cheesy family quotes in it. Because the first five minutes of the whole barbecue was just awful for me as they're trying to establish how important family is, how this family is so well, It was just throw away cheesy line after another. Yeah, was,
1: I didn't understand just, the inclusion of Re- the importance of Rita Moreno in that scene. Um, <laughs> I feel like you could have had them sit I don't remember. Down was eating. she in any
2: other movie? No. I don't know. I thought, no.
1: Not that I recall. She
2: was the mum of someone, right? Of them. The the, thing is, I thought...
0: You could have told me me otherwise. You could have told me that she was in another movie. I would have been like, oh, probably. Because I don't remember the plot or the story or anything that happened
2: in any of these movies. Yeah, you could have... It would have made more sense to have Helen Mirren come in and be at the dinner table than than that woman. No, but she's not
0: like that. She's not that warm,
2: Danny. But they needed to throw Helen Mirren in for some random reason an hour later.
1: Yeah, so... It's crazy in this film they crammed in so many people. You've got Rita Moreno, Helen Mirren, Brie Larson, Jason Statham, John Cena, Alan Richson, Pete Davidson, Charlize Theron, and more. That right? was You've the Canto the bite
2: scene, scene for me in that shop. That was the scene. What was the point of that? Why, th- th- even at the end, I liked just, that scene. It just yeah, but they just backstabbed him, and they never got the MacGuffin that they went in there for. It just seemed yeah, to be it. another stupid reason That's for funny. Raymond. But the to fact have a that all these people in there, for no reason, it
1: just it kind of reminds nonsense. me of um like a wrestling um like event, so like SummerSlam or something like that, where you get um like record smash and somebody's music comes on and they jump into the ring and like all of those people just scene after scene after scene of somebody sliding into the ring. And it's like I don't have enough time to enjoy these people in the ring for five seconds before there's another needle drop and you've got mm-hmm. another one of these folks showing up. Um there's a
2: royal rumble. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um Danny, you said Speaking something that was kind of interesting. GPT. You said chat GPT. Um yeah. the fact that I'm really curious how much influence on this film the director had, right? So was, let's go was, back in time for a little bit. So go
2: ahead, buddy. Go on. Zero. Well, I was just
1: going to say, we let's go back in time for a little bit. It's easy to forget. And I was trying to figure out where to lay the blame. The fact that this film lost its director. Jammer already brought that up. They had to bring in somebody at the last minute, hey, direct this film. And then a year later, they pushed this out. And so he has talked about Having to rewrite the entire film and move things around uh, to make it work, I can't imagine that, that he was able to beyond that, like make it some make sense. He was able to have much influence. I don't know, and so I would guess I would ask Jammer first.
0: Do you think so? I mean, he was able to. I think his job was mostly trying to keep everything from falling apart and keeping cohesive and keep it going hey. and get it done. Just get, just get it done. And applause to Louis Leterrier for being able to do that for a movie of this size with the egos that he's having to work with. Like, good for him. Like, he did an amazing job with given what he was handed and how quickly he had to act. So I think that's fantastic. They need to. So, do, do you think that time, the though. next one, so, would be – and
1: so that was going to be my question. Do you think that the next one, if he stays on, will be better?
0: I the I want to say yes, and here's why. I hope so because I would imagine this movie is going to make money, but I bet you it's going to be like seven hundred million. It's yeah. going to be lower than normal, maybe six hundred million. Like it's going to be profitable, but they're going to think, oh, we actually have to do a good movie now. Maybe they might actually invest in somebody to make sure it's good. And then they'll have time because they'll have a director who knock on wood is able to stick around for, you know, and deal with the, the egos thing. in the room and all that and get it done. So hopefully the next one could be the best one. I'm hopeful, but also skeptical, but hopeful.
1: Yeah. Um, One of the interesting anecdotes I found about this was the fact that as they were making the transporter, uh, Louis Terrier and um, Jason Statham took a break from filming that to go over and watch the first Fast and Furious because it was oh, out in theaters at the time. Yeah. And they both walked out and were like, holy shit, that was amazing. Um, And so it, he he's talked about that. Right. And just how excited he was to take this. And I think the phrase that he used was he's like, he, I can't fuck up Fast and Furious. Like, I can't be the one that fucks it up. Because it has such a influence isn't. he loved it. He isn't. He Justin Lin He's fucked not. it up
0: with F9. And whoever, what? who directed? Oh, David Leach? Was it David Leach who directed Hobbs and Shaw? Yeah. Um, he, it, yeah. you know, I don't know mm. who fucked it up, but it was fucked up before <laughs> Louis, Louis Leterian. It's funny,
1: there. you were going to say Vin Diesel, but Vin Diesel had nothing to do with Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, he had nothing to do with Hobbs and I Shaw. Know.
0: But I mean, I think he he definitely has something to do, prob- I'm assuming. I have no idea to do with Justin Lin leaving. I'm I'm assuming Justin Lin just not did not want to deal with his bullshit anymore. That's what I imagine, but I don't know for sure. Okay, because you know I don't know yeah. anything because I just I'm only I'm on the outside looking in, make casting stones and just for for no reason.
1: Um, another thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about. So there was a tease that came out where Vin Diesel talked about the fact that, and I can't tell if it was the article that poised it this way. Or was it him? But they talked about the fact that they were gonna say goodbye to Paul Walker's character.
0: Zero mention okay, that didn't happen. Yeah.
1: Of him at all in this. And the, the comment was, you know, the moment in 2013 when the world was struggling with his loss, the studio made a very bold, righteous, and daring decision to keep Brian O'Connor alive. I will give you this without spoiling anything. I couldn't imagine the saga ending without truly saying goodbye. To Brian O'Connor. Um, now, maybe it is the way that the article, it's a Collider article, positioned it because they made it sound like it would happen in this film. Um, but it it is hard for me to accept it that it would be true in the next film when there were zero mentions of him in this. Remember well, there wrong?
2: was a brief mention. Yeah, there was a brief mention when I think, I forget the uh, character's name, Brian's wife. Dom's sister.
0: Jordana yeah
2: Mia. Mia. She yeah. said someone said something and she said, Brian and the kids are okay. Brian and kids are, are safe. And yeah, I but... actually thought at the time, I was thinking about that young Brian, but it was because she said, Brian and the kid are safe already. Brian and the kid, not my big brother and Brian. It was Brian and the kid.
1: But she has a kid that I don't think we've seen yet.
2: But she, she said yeah, right. Brian and I've the seen a kid. Couple of them. So there's baby seen a Brian. Of them, right? the young Brian doesn't have a kid, right? So when she said Brian and the kid, it was, clearly referencing her husband and the kid that they have. Together. I don't know.
1: I-, I think it gets confusing. And it was weird yeah. as they kept saying little B or Brian. I was like, you should just fucking named him Paul. Like I know as they were making this movie, somebody was like, we, we should just named him Paul. And that would have been so much easier and
2: better. Um, <laughs>
1: But yeah. But straight away, I mean, the-
2: just talking about Jonesy's going on that, it was one of those things. But now he's going after family. So Jason Momoa's character would have known she had a husband and Brian and the kid, and he wasn't mentioned. It wasn't anything to do with the God's Eye. It wasn't. I'm going after that. So it's it's difficult to. But they've chosen to keep him alive in the universe, right? They they made that choice with yep. the Parting Cars. So as far as we know, he's still alive somewhere, and they kind of made a rod throw own back doing that with this story <laughs> that they went with in Fast Ten.
1: Which I at this point I kind of agree with what Vin Diesel was saying at first, but now I'm like, this isn't right because the idea that his family is in danger and he's just yeah. like somewhere else.
2: Yeah, exactly, um, that's what I mean. Understand. So they did the right thing for bring Fast him Nine, one hundred percent. But I know this story now makes it what well, you now have made that ridiculous. They like, they needed a different story to to keep Brian alive somewhere, but not include him in, in this somehow. What Danny said. Yeah.
1: Um, speaking of keeping folks alive, so not only oh, have God. we now seen the return of Han, we now, at the end of this film,
2: get the return of Giselle. Um, okay. And you know, the sorry, Jonesy, and you know the others. I mean, there was a pointless sacrifice from John Cena. Absolutely pointless. I'm going to c- kill myself to take out five cars next scene five more cars are now chasing dom down the street well, yeah but there, would, all, would, there would have been 10 cars if there would have been 10
0: cars danny if don't it wasn't for him jammer.
2: stop standing up for have this you watched, watched don't I be, I be ridiculous
0: jammer live. have you seen the movie did you watch <laughs> this movie
2: and then the plane the big plane okay why did he land the plane if he's just gonna if he's just gonna backstab dom why did he even bother landing the plane I've landed he has the to plane. Just fire
0: the rocket launcher <laughs>
2: absolute nonsense absolute because the whole point
0: nonsense. is
1: to make him suffer
2: but then the plane disappears around the corner right and the three people the two people and that they're obviously not dead through, that i really don't care about anymore which they did die in that plane crash they're gonna be alive because those characters were ruined for me with their constant stupid bickering it wasn't funny anymore i like their like constant bickering i like no,
0: their, st- I liked their it, fight their fight was really funny i don't know what shit the hell film roman was throwing what the hell was roman throwing what was he throwing was it dust dust Oh
1: yeah, dust. Yeah, then yeah, dust. He was, he was chucking
2: dried up <laughs> ghetto beers. magician. That's what he was trying. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. It's
0: fun.
1: But um, anyway,
2: coming coming back from the dead, Jonesy. There's no way the people on that plane are dead. They disappeared around the corner, and there was. Destroyed. I like they jump. I like Roman and hole. Tej.
0: Those two never get old for me. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I love those guys. It's fun.
2: I I, I agree. She,
0: they were the highlight of popped, this
2: for me. Well, that means just John Cena's going to come back.
0: That's fine. I don't care. Like this thing, but when when Gal Gadot showed up at the end, I was just like, "Okay, why not?" Like a little hand wave.
1: But I I cannot wait to see what the explanation was for this. There's
0: no. Um, Oh no. Oh yeah, it's gonna be so convoluted. There's basically she's gonna fall like you know into the thing, and then there's the trap door is gonna open as she falls, and there's gonna be a slide leading to an underground lair. And then How did like, she oh, die number God, five or six. six? She, she fell like, out Georgia.
2: of the
1: plane on the endless runway in six.
0: Yeah, the runway has
1: like oh, a, hole in or not a hole Oh, she could survive that. If they door. can
2: jump they can if he can drive down the dam and all that stuff and spin Or it no one went to find her, her body.
0: Twin sister. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm um, not kidding. Or she's Wonder Woman or some nonsense. God. Yeah, that's probably it. Was there a, um, yeah, sorry so Jonesy? I completely sidetracked you. People coming fast. That's fine. Go
1: for it. So her coming back from the dead, we've got that, um and then we've also got the Rock returning. So, Jammer, what? the question I had for you: Are they what?
0: Well, when oh, nothing, I just did remember I, Did you leave?
1: Did you leave? There's a post credit. There's a post credit scene.
0: You can stay. <laughs> it, was, it was a mid credit scene. It was I'm a mid credit scene. It was a mid
1: credit scene. after <laughs> every one of these films have had post credit scenes.
0: Um, I, when, so, in I all fairness, not, I didn't I stay for the post-credit. There. I'd stay for the mid-credits.
2: Oh God! Okay, so what so did I miss? Did I miss There's probably the best part of the movie with the rock coming? Back? So, first off, Let oh, it was a great, greatest, greatest line seeing. delivery. He literally oh, said, well, "You some
0: bitch!" Like, <laughs>
2: really dramatic
0: line. Like, pause between those two parts. Um, and but the opening what was scene
1: funny of was
2: with Apollo Creed and Arnold Schwarzenegger when they, when this was
0: preceded
1: by. The weirdest credits music. It was like straight out of James Bond, right? Literally, like,
0: Kirsten said that she said like they're like they're like trying to rip off James Bond with this closing.
1: Um so Jammer about the that rock scene is probably the last question I'll ask you before we move on. Um are they teasing him appearing in the next Fast and Furious film, or yes. is this two hops, two shaw?
0: It's not two hops, two shaw. It's the next no. Fast and Furious film. He's back. He got Black Adams. He he's ready to come back to the, the franchise. He it. helped revive.
1: Okay. So do you think that what happened with Black Adam is the reason why he's in this?
0: Uh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. so. They were able to make it work story wise because it's like, you're the one who did this, but you're the one who pulled the trigger. Like I was like, okay, I could buy that. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's back because of Black Adam. Okay.
2: All right.
1: All right. Is there anything else to say about this film?
2: One thing, Jonesy. What I did like of anything, Jason Momoa showed why he should be Lobo. Mm. Mm. I thought because his performance, like Jammer said, was straight off the cuff, chewing scenery, absolute nonsense. But I bought him as a wisecracking, smart-ass-sounding but with a very evil glint in his eye kind of character. So give a, a, a an 18 certificate script and his ability to play that, that kind of role because Lobo is slightly off kilter. He is mad as a sack of Spaniels. Um, so I literally was looking at him going, this is nonsense. You're okay in this because the way you're doing this character, you're my Lobo. Please be Lobo. So I'm going to call him Jason Lobova from now on. Please don't. No, I will. If you keep making me talk about, I'm going to stop now because we're talking about this movie. I want to move on. Even yeah, we're, we're going for too long. Decision. Let's. Uh, we should yeah, move on.
1: Going
0: for too long.
2: ready
1: to move on.
2: So I need a shower.
1: Jesus Christ. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what what happens this weekend because this film is going up against Guardians of the Galaxy Three, which is already doing gangbusters uh it had the second best week after since black panther uh it's already ahead of quantum mania and it's just killing it at the box office the reason why i bring that up is because we're going to see what james gunn is going to do with this universe um and we've already had a lot of casting rumors uh you meant to say the dc universe to, right what did i say?
0: you said this universe you didn't specify
1: yeah i'm sorry this universe the dc universe um Because we've already had some casting rumors and some folks talked about uh, who are in the running for the role of Superman slash Clark Kent in Superman Legacy. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out the best way to do this. Is it just to name them all? Because I don't think anybody would have any context uh, for those folks. But we can run through probably who are the top five. And I'm curious if you all have any knowledge of who any of these people are. And is there any one of these top five folks that you would be interested in seeing? You ready?
0: I'm ready. Name them. All,
1: All right. right. Andrew Richardson. Tom Brittany. Jacob Elordi. Nicholas Holt. And David Corn Sweat.
0: <laughs> that name's funny. Lots of I don't Sorry, know. Sorry, i a child. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you said yeah. Corn
2: Sweat. <laughs> <laughs>
3: i'm not I know, i'm not proud I know of holt.
2: it
0: yeah, I know yeah holt. obviously we know holt we know nicholas holt okay. um i think he yeah sh- I, I think it's very clear they're going for no name or at least minimally no name known name um probably for a good reason because you want somebody who you think of as superman not who you think of as an actor playing superman unfortunately i think nicholas holt is somebody who we think of as an actor playing superman Kind of like how, even though I like his performance, I still just think of Robert Pattinson as Batman as opposed to, you know, Batman. And I think they want to avoid that with this character. You mean the vampire?
1: Yeah. You say you think of him as Batman rather than...
0: No, I think of him as himself. I think of him as Robert Pattinson playing Batman. Okay. I don't think of him as Batman. Gotcha. Okay. Um, as good as as good as he is in that, it's just it's. I still look at him. I'm like, you just it's just Robert Pattinson playing Batman. Like it's weird. Um, I would feel the same way with Nicholas Holt. If you get the other folks in there, I'll think of them first and foremost as Superman. I think that's probably what James
2: Gunn wants. Yeah, okay. I agree, and that makes sense to me. Did you? Uh, yeah, I totally agree with that. But did you notice how Tom Britney, if you pulled up a picture, Jonesy, what before doing this, mm-hmm. looks very much like Henry Cavill. I mean, it, yep. you, apart from the hair color, his jaw shape and face very much a Henry Cavill looky looky, right? So, And
1: unsurprisingly, of the folks that I named, he's the one that I was like, yeah, that guy. Yeah. I want him. Yeah. Um, Jacob Lordy, I don't know if you guys have seen uh, Euphoria, but he is, I don't know if you'd call him a villain. He is definitely an antagonist on that show. Um, he does not have the look for me that I would look for in a Superman. Um, so for me, of all of the folks that they seem to have up there, um, Brittany would be my top choice for him. Yeah. What do you guys think about Holt for Lex Luthor? Because that was another one of the. Rumors. I actually thought yeah. that was what yep.
2: the rumor was in my mind. I, I did, when, when I saw Nicholas Holt come up in the, like, the snapshot of the article, and I was oh, is he Superman? No, no, surely they're talking about him for Lex, because I think he would be a good choice for Lex. I didn't even occur okay. to me that he was a supernatural. But I like Lex. I like the idea of him doing Lex. Hair or no hair? Yeah. No hair. Oh, good question. No hair. Yeah.
0: I'm no hair.
2: Channel. No hair. Okay. Just like you. No hair. Only better looking.
0: Just kind of like I want. I was already like casting, like fan casting things. I want. I want Lakey Stanfield to be the Riddler for some reason. I don't know why, but I think you'd be because. awesome at it. I think he would be great. I would love it so much. Um. I know you don't want to mention this, but Emma Mackey, I know she's one of the rumors for like, Lois Lane. Uh, I only know she's from Sex Education, and she's amazing in it, and you should definitely watch Sex Education. That's all. I don't know the other folks on there who are also rumored, but I just feel like I wanted to mention that person. But she's also one of those women who's like one of the five other women who people confuse with Margot Robbie because she looks like Margot Robbie. So, yep. and actually, if I recall correctly, I think – at least one of oh, Samara Weaving is another one of those people who's rumored. And she also looks like uh, Margot Robbie. So yes, they're going I, for a type. It I seems know, like
3: I know weaving from uh, the the awesome, awesome horror flick. Uh, the babysitter on net on Netflix. Yeah. 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 She's also in
0: ready or not. Right. She's, she's a, I think the the ad is like, of is her she in ready or, or not in a white dress fighting? Am I, is that, am I thinking of the right movie? Samara. You know what I
1: found out a couple of weeks ago? That there was a sequel to the babysitter. I did not know that there yeah, was I another didn't, one. I didn't catch it yet. I, I need to I watched it. It's fun. Good. Good to know. Uh, I think it got surfaced because uh what's her name from Wednesday is in it? Um mm. Jenna Ortega? Jenny Ortega Yeah. You know so they, she's hmm. Uh go ahead. You're fine. So I was just gonna say she's in it, and I think because I watched Wednesday, it was like, you might also like this. And it's like, well. You could have surfacing me cuz I also watched the first film and didn't yeah. tell me
3: this existed, you fuckers. <laughs> uh I was just going to say it's interesting about uh Ortega uh getting in uh Beetlejuice 2, um kind of getting into that almost uh typecasted role that Christina Ricci got put yep. in. And which is funny cuz they both play Wednesday. <laughs> so anyways, mm-hmm. yay, Hollywood being yay. such a small world. In so many not good ways.
0: I mean, let's be real. Every industry is minuscule. Oh, oh, every yeah. industry is incestuous. Yeah, yeah. But that said,
1: I think you all should. If you liked the first babysitter, I think you should watch this one. The new I'll one. Check, it's I,
3: I will check it out because I I thoroughly enjoyed. I I watched that at. I remember. I think I was at ALC when when that when that hit. What
0: does that mean?
3: <laughs> Jonesy knows. <laughs>
0: What does ALC mean? Advanced
3: leadership course. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a army leadership uh, school. You have to go to as you're moving up ranks for, for the NCO side. Oh so, yeah. about going
0: to school. Jesus.
3: What? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, th- your, your entire army career it should be filled up with going to schools. It really, it really okay. should be.
0: So. You're taking my comment way too seriously. Kyle.
3: Oh, okay. Oh, go away. <laughs> go, go talk about something else then. Okay. So Superman <laughs> Legacy casting.
1: Um, it doesn't sound like there's a there's a lot to pull in. Like I said, Brittany would be my choice uh, of the folks you mentioned. I don't know someone that looks like Margot Robbie. I suppose.
2: I suppose. <laughs> someone from that list.
1: <laughs> um. Last question I'm going to ask you guys about Superman Legacy. Who do you want the villain to be? Not Lex.
0: Not Lex. Ooh, come on, come on. I'm, th- I, am i am thinking.
2: I'm trying to think Shouldn't of some, on. some, uh, uh, villains in the Superman world. Superman. Was a- I'm gonna go yeah,
0: with Brainiac. I'm actually trying to think of it too. Yeah, that's where my mind went, but I don't, I don't know. I don't even know what the Brainiac is one we know. haven't seen on the big screen. Hmm. But it's weird. I don't know what tone they're going for yet. So I don't really know what to expect. Like I think what kind of interpretation I want.
3: Jonesy on that, I think um I think Brainiac's gonna be the, the new DCU's first big, big bad. Why? Just because exactly like you said, we haven't seen him on screen yet. And uh he is such a I don't think they're quite ready to go straight to uh Dark Side. Yet I think he wants to build this guy up. I think I don't know. I'm trying to word it and I'm having tr- trouble. But I just think that uh it would be unique and I think there's probably a a uh a James gunnishness to to Brainiac more than like he could work with that character more easily than necessarily Dark Side, and I could kind of see him wanting to make a character like that. The first big big threat i might be completely off and i know a lot of people would love to see him in in soups legacy but uh including guys like manny and stuff but i don't know what do you, what, what do you think about brenniac being a bigger bad or maybe even coming back and being the bigger bad later the biggest i mean threat. i
1: love him for the per, from the perspective that it ties into the idea of legacy because for the longest time these two characters have just been Tied to the origin of Krypton blowing up. And so, if you're doing a story that talks about legacy and what that means, I think that is an easy, that is a really thematic good, really good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Good, good, good point. But for How that is, matter, so does Zod. Off- but
0: what if they just hmm. go off the wall and have it look lobo? <laughs>
2: no. No. He gets well, his own stuff, Jemma. He gets his own I stuff. Mean, lo- I mean, own-
0: come on. Imagine introducing him. And then, you know, then they spin him off. That's a total James Gunn would totally do that. Maybe. I I would well, love this, that. When, that can when work.
2: James Gunn was involved in DC, I based on his stuff with Guardians. I, I, I'm, I, I'm, he knows he wants Lobo in there, but he won't be the villain for this one. But Lobo needs okay. his own thing. He needs his dolphins and he needs his bulldog and his chopper. And he yeah, can have all those
0: things and not Lobo's his own things.
2: things. No, I want him out his own thing, Jammer. Don't take away to my toys. He it's could spin him he off. Be like.
0: He could spin him off.
2: What? I don't want to see him spinning off. I want to see him out his own thing. No. <laughs> okay. It's not what I want. And it's about what I want. Jammer. Okay. Joseph Medina. Joseph fallible. Medina. That's what I want.
1: <laughs> All right. So, uh, in addition to this, we've got some interesting news coming out of Nintendo. So given the success of the super Mario brothers movie, this is probably one of the biggest hits of 2023, if not the biggest hit. Um, it's a, it's hit just over a billion dollars. And I think it's just about to hit streaming now. So people are going to get a second bite of the apple or third, given how much money this movie made. Uh, that was an that would apple by the apple sound it is uh, it's
3: just over 1.2 billion and it's available for uh digital uh digital yeah. only purchase or rent uh with home video be, being a little bit uh a little bit later Rushing.
0: Wait, home video what what are you
3: talking about so you can People only watching. get like like the uh like uh from like vo- voodoo or whatever where you can purchase it digitally oh, only okay. there's no got it yeah yep. yeah um
1: so given that success from the Super Mario film, we've got some little rumblings coming out. The producer of the recent Zelda game Tears of Kingdom, Tears of the Kingdom, uh has talked about the fact that he is interested in a in a film. But it's not just me being interested in something that makes things happen. Um the mute speak, Wise as man. they would say in the Star Wars universe. So A.G. Aunama.
0: Aunuma. Yeah.
1: I just said it weirdly. Aonuma. Yeah. There you we did. go. Um <laughs> said that he wants to wants to get a movie going. Are you guys interested given what you've seen from the Mario movie specifically? Um yeah, that's it. So I think. For me, I'll audio go listeners, first.
0: we all shook our heads. Yeah, there was a big east-west.
1: <laughs> so the Mario movie, at least for me, as somebody that was a fan of the franchise growing up, I didn't care for it. My kids loved it, right? It's because they don't have discerning taste; they eat shit off the floor because they're just they're they're children. That's what they do.
0: Do you raise um, dogs? No, they're
1: Jackson. just wild, feral children. That's what children do. Um, and so. The quality that we got from the Super Mario Brothers movie isn't something that made me really want to see a sequel to that or even anything in in the Nintendo franchise universe, whatever. Um, I would be more excited if they had said, Yeah, we're going to make a Zelda film, but it's going to it won't come from um illumination.
0: So that's yeah, I agree. And that's the thing is but for Mar- here's the thing, Mario. It's I don't I love Mario grew up with Mario like many of us did, but I'm I'm not like attached to the mythology. I'm like, oh, there's some strong mythology behind Mario that you got to get behind. Like, I'm not really attached to anything. So for me, what it did, while very disappointing because there was a lot of potential, it was fine. But I don't want that for Zelda. Zelda is like, you know, as Jonesy takes the mythology of fast and furious seriously i take the mythology of zelda very seriously and would be disappointed if it's something that gets flubbed in an adaptation and unfortunately as much as i you know i like illumination i think they're great business folks and i think they have some good movies but i worry that they're just gonna rely too heavily on fan service and not enough on actual good character arcs okay and uh, yeah, I think that that would be the big. If people talk about oh, that the biggest issue is Link. I guess yes, that's an issue. But like, I'm just worried about them capturing a good story or making a good story, which is doable. But they just need to have, a, they need to take some risks. And biggest issue like the, whole, the, the premise of Mario. I don't think it's a big issue. Mario, uh, the biggest issue with Mario is it took no risks. Zelda needs to take risks in order to be successful, in my eye.
1: What's the biggest issue with Link? If it's not whether or not he speaks.
0: No, I mean, with Link, sure. But I'm saying the biggest issue with adapting Zelda. Ah, Okay. Because, yeah, that's an issue. But I mean, like, we'll we'll be like, oh, I can't believe he's speaking. And then we'll get over it. Like, we'll get over it after, you know, we get understanding of who his personality is. Um, Though I will say if they were to adapt it, they can disappoint everybody. But also be safe and maybe pretty cool if they adapt more of a Wind Waker type style. Um, that allows Link to have more of a personality. And I think it'll be less shocking if that Link speaks than if, like, you know, Tears of the Kingdom, Breath of the Wild Link speaks.
1: Listen, as someone who enjoyed Wind Waker, uh, listening to all the bitching and moaning about the art style of Wind Waker... But it was so good. Whatever. People people couldn't stand it. Um, Excuse me, Princess. Danny, what do you think
2: of all of this? I've got 100% full disclosure. I've got no skin in the game on this, guys, because that's no. not a game I ever played. I, it's not something I ever got into at all. So it would be very unfair for me to even offer any kind of opinion. I'm afraid not very good viewing or listening pleasure, but I've got nothing on this. I defer to your brilliance, Jammer and Jammer. All right.
1: And that's how we leave the show, Opinionless. Whoa, whoa, whoa what about you? From Danny.
0: <laughs> oh, from Danny. <laughs> I, sorry, sorry, you, I went I went first. <laughs> Did you? What do you think? spake first. So
1: Jesus Christ! You completely zoned out of my opinion about the fact that I would Apparently. be more happy if someone other than Illumination did it.
0: Okay. Well. Well. Then what do you want to see? A Zelda adaptation? Because it's Man, not necessarily know, a foregone conclusion that it's going to go with Illumination. Attack on Titan. Make that. Ew. Me, what does that? Oh, what? the people who made it. The studio who made yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just thought you were thinking like make it like Attack on Titan. I'm like, why would you do that? That's not Zelda no. at all. <laughs> No, give okay, me if so you the make studio. an anime,
1: yes, okay. I think a Legend that's of Zelda fair. anime would like be fucking amazing.
0: Yeah, so that's just me. Would would but. you which, which story would you adapt? I or would you would you played. create a new an original story?
1: I think it would be better to create an original story. I I think that is the great thing about Final Fantasy and Legend of Zelda that there are so many um, that it is easy to just create a new, a new story. And then you don't have to really deal with the expectations that people will have of like, Oh, you're adapting uh, a link to the past. So this is what's going to happen. This is going to happen. Or this is Majora's mask. Oh, of course it's going to be this, that, and the other, like let all that go. Right. And then they're upset when it
2: doesn't match it or upset when they change it.
1: Yep. Yeah, Yeah. So yeah, that's me. That's what I think. What about you? Ooh. If it's not Illumination, who would it be?
0: I think I've already said this before, Fortiche. Fortiche should be great. Mm. Okay. I did. Uh what's it called? Arcane. No, yeah.
1: I feel like we're
0: just pegging them for everything now. Uh, yeah, because they're awesome. They don't necessarily it doesn't
3: need to be dark and gritty,
0: but I want that quality of CG animation though.
3: Sure. Okay. What about what about the uh power powerhouse, Castlevania? That kind of Western anime eh, blend—I
0: don't like that look. Mm. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't mind the studio. It's not like the studio can only do that. But as far as like kind of getting that, yeah, that sort of Western Eastern type of look. Like, ah, uh, make it anime or make it something
3: else. I, like, I have because I I have have two two Dream Studios to do a uh, a uh, Power Rangers. You know, like a, if they if you could adapt the Shattered Grid like the from boom. the comics. Yeah. Yep. It would either be uh, uh, Powerhouse, because I think their style would just fit with, with that super well. Or Super Dream anime, Trigger. Let Trigger do Yeah, Trigger would be Trigger. awesome. Because Trigger, Cause Trigger could it. be good
0: for Zelda, too. Because I know we, we associate them with over-the-top like adult stuff. But they did Little Wicked Witch Academia, which is also um, very kid-friendly cute whatever they can so they can have range if they need to and i don't the, know if it's a good grid, for Zelda but it could Man, be interesting to watch
3: the Gridman universe shows are phenomenal and yeah they it's all it's all good okay. yeah trigger for boom comics i'm on board all but right i feel really
0: like trigger is like a gimme for a lot of stuff because they're just so cool their style is so cool even if i hate their anime like some of their anime where i'm like i don't like that it's stupid their style is just like that was, that was a dope camera move. That was really cool. Like, I'm glad you did it that way. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we can
1: leave it there. Uh, folks, if you like what you heard, do all the socials. Like, rate, comment, subscribe, share. We would appreciate. Also, what did you think of Fast 10? And who do you want to be cast as Superman? Let us know. Jump on the Discord and scream, shout, do a thing. Say a thing. This show is produced by Kyle Malone. Did a fantastic job. And what are you doing, Danny? What's going on? Oh, Bare- I'm getting
2: ready for the picture. I wanted to say uh, super inconvenience, which is my experience at Fast 10.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say that you're super easy. Fucking suck.
2: don't need a t-shirt to say that. I just am.
0: <laughs> and
1: you can find... <laughs> You can find all our content on LRM online and, of course, the Genreverse YouTube channel. On that, folks, we will catch you on the next one. Hasta lasagna.